0: Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello friend and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. I am so thankful that you are here. I'm so excited that you are listening. I am just so encouraged to that you feel that this is a place where you are encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. And I'm just so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that you're listening. And two, I'm so thankful that you are leaving reviews and sharing that only helps the podcast to reach new women and encourage and equip them in their walk with Christ. It's helping keep the podcast on a top 50 religion and spirituality chart on Spotify, which is so crazy. It's been months of that. So just so blown away by that and so blown away that you, again, are just sharing this, reviewing this. And if you haven't already, I want to encourage you to do that. But I'm so thankful that you are encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ in this place. So thank you for listening. But let's dive in. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today, we are talking about, you know, just in the spirit of New Year's resolutions and goals and words of the year, which all can be good things. You know, I have those things, but there sometimes can be a pressure, a really big pressure to keep at those things. And I want to talk about God's new morning mercies or new mercies every morning. And friend, I just want to remind you in today's episode that if you are like me, where in certain years, maybe your new year's resolution fails on day two or three or even one, maybe day 30, maybe you're really good. <laughs> um, you are not alone, first of all. You are not alone in that. And if that feeling applies maybe in bigger areas of your life where you feel like you are failing in certain areas that are unrelated to New Year's, you are not alone in that either. And second, I think with all of that being said, it is so important to recognize the grace in our everyday, the mercy in our everyday. Even if those resolutions or goals aren't faith based, I think sometimes we can get so hard on ourselves. And so today I want to talk about God's mercy because, and you know, bring it to a bigger picture too, because I think it can apply to these New Year's resolutions, to these goals, but also to bigger areas in our lives so how does this topic apply to living purposefully well i think that when we get so wrapped up in our failure or being too hard on ourselves even punishing ourselves we lose the freedom that we have in christ to live how he calls us to live we can get so caught up in legalism or earning god's favor and forgiveness even if we don't say it out loud that we forget that we already have received in his forgiveness, his favor, status in his family. And what's left is yes, a call to obey and glorify and love him. But all of that is done out of the gifts of grace and mercy. So we'll talk more about that. First, let's start with what is mercy, and what does God think about mercy? We're gonna cover that question, we're gonna talk about verses about God's mercy, and then we're really gonna dive into kind of mercy versus this idea of earning God's favor, legalism, or even, you know, punishing ourselves for failures that we may have in our own lives. So what is mercy? Mercy is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. What does God think about mercy? Let's read some verses about mercy and God's relationship with it. So here are some verses about God's mercy. Matthew 9, 13. And if you're following along, these verses are going to be all over the place. New Testament, Old Testament. So um, I encourage you, if you want to follow along, flip through scripture. Um, But if not to, you can just go ahead and listen to these verses. I think most of these are going to be out of the English Standard Version. So Matthew 9, 13, Jesus says, but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sacrifice. Sinners. In Exodus 25, 17, in regards to building God's tabernacle, it says this: You shall make a mercy seat out of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its breadth. Which I just think that's so cool. That in God's Tabernacle, and the you know, there is a mercy seat in that. In Psalm 23, 6. In regards to God as our shepherd, and you know I love Psalm 23, we have a whole study on it. I encourage you to go back and listen to that or download the study that we have on our site. It says this, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Romans 9.16 says, So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy Ephesians 2, 4 says, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. And then it continues to 1 Timothy 1, 16 says, but I received mercy for this reason that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Titus 3, five says, he saved us not because of works done by us, so key, in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 4.16, and this is the last verse that we'll talk about, says this, and this is a personal, absolute favorite of mine. It has been for over a decade, maybe a decade and a half. It says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So we see from these verses that God and mercy go hand in hand. God loves to give mercy. And we, you know, know that justice and mercy meet at the cross. He loves to give mercy. As we study mercy, I think it's so important for us to really recognize any wrong mindsets in ourselves about what God wants from us or who he is to us. So I want to talk about mercy versus this idea of earning favor. And why is that important? Like I alluded to earlier, if we are so stuck on our failure and even earning God's favor or forgiveness, then we can forgo the freedom that we know we have in Christ to live for him and just to live. I know that this mindset of earning God's favor has absolutely been a struggle of mine in the past. And if I'm being honest, even in the present, there's a, it's a hard mindset to shake and it creeps in and subconsciously convinces us that we need to do all the right things to earn god's favor to stay in his best graces and i think that this can be a mindset we struggle with even if we know that we have received salvation and favor through grace alone through mercy through what christ has done on the cross it can be a mindset that still creeps in that we need to earn favor stay in his best graces by what we do And this mindset, although it does produce good deeds, is harmful. It completely neglects the work of the cross and the mercy that God has for us. It says that what Jesus did is not enough and that I still need to work harder. We need, friend, if you can resonate with that struggle, to allow ourselves to really grasp and live in mercy. Does this mean we don't obey the law, an opposite extreme of earning favor? Absolutely not. We're called to obey God and walk in his ways, but do we depend on our good works? No. We rest in his grace and mercy. When we do fail, and again, we will fail. We learn that a lot in 1 John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, which we just finished studying. We can start fresh again with new. Morning mercies. We can know that we are forgiven and renewed in Christ. We can choose to recognize a failure and put it with Christ at the cross and walk forward in freedom thankful for mercy and not getting condemned by failure. So I think this is a truth friend for us to soak in, whether it's related to our new year's resolutions that aren't going as we hoped or other big life things. Maybe it's sin, a struggle, maybe, you know, it's fear, anything that we feel like we wish that we were not quote-unquote failing at, we know that we can cling to God's mercy. We can repent. We can leave those things at the feet of Jesus where he paid and died for, you know, sin and the things that we are, quote-unquote again, failing in. We can leave that there and claim his mercy. Know that the Lord has mercy for you. I hope and pray that this episode was an encouragement to you, helped to equip you in your walk with Christ. If you want to go back and listen to those verses, write them down. I encourage you to do that, to really dwell on the mercy of God. And if you like this podcast, of course, be sure to leave a review. We already talked about how it helps to reach new women in their walk with Christ and to help the podcast too stay in the top 50 chart on Spotify. So leave a review and to share this episode with your friends to encourage and equip them in their walk with Christ. Don't miss next week's episode as we continue to study the book of Jonah. And next Thursday's episode, you guys, is so good. It's one of the most powerful conversations that I've had with my new friend, Gracia, She is a Christian missionary who was a missionary in the Philippines who was held hostage for over a year by terrorists and was ultimately rescued. She also lost her husband in that situation. And she's been on basically every news platform. And I'm so honored that she is sharing with us on the podcast, not only her story, but what God has taught her. So that's next Thursday too. I encourage you to catch both of next week's episodes. Friend, live purposefully and have a fantastic rest of your day.